Chelsea's free fall and unstoppable Shillong Lajang at home, the derby defixture in Kolkata, and finally an end to the Nikolai Adams saga. Well, that makes up for the lineup of this episode of Injury Time. Hello and welcome. This is Naveen in the company of Sandeep. Hello. And joining us today is Chidananda. Good afternoon. Guys, uh, we have we are slowly but steadily approaching the midway point of the I League. The champions Bengaluru are struggling at the fifth position, but the two Kolkata giants, East Bengal and Mohun Bagan, going all guns blazing at the top. Has the league panned out as he hoped out? No, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised, mm-hmm. especially with uh, BFC's away form. I think they're yet to win under uh, Albert, yet to win away under Albert Roca since he took over in seven matches. So it's a little surprising, and also teams uh, like Izal. I think we'll come to that later, but teams that I didn't expect to do well are doing well. And yeah, and East Bengal under Trevor Morgan, again, after the first draw, six wins in a row, that has been uh, a huge surprise, I must say. I expected them to do okay, but I didn't expect them to do this well. And Mohan Bagan, I think, was probably the most unsurprising bit of the lot because we expect them to be there or thereabouts. So, yeah. At the same time, uh, adding on to the point that you said about Roka, even when he did uh, whatever he did in the AFC Cup last season, if you see, he, I don't think he won away in Tampines Rovers or uh, Johar. Tampines, I think, was yeah. a nil-nil. He no, got a one-nil never, here. Never won away with so teams. basically, he's not won an away match, including the final, which is technically not. Yeah, it's not a home. It's a neutral venue, but yeah. uh, he's not won an away match. Outside Bangalore, he's yet. To yeah, win. he's yet to win. But. Going forward, last week of uh, I-League seemed to be pretty interesting. Mohan Bagan, as expectedly, beating Aizwal 3-2. Uh, you happened to catch a glimpse of that match, isn't it, Sandeep? Yeah, uh, it was actually a good match. I wouldn't say Bagan was lucky, but maybe that match should have been a draw. Because Aizwal did well enough to maybe get a draw. They scored two goals. Um, they had a... This match was an Aizwal. Uh, this match was an Aizwal, I think, yes. Uh, it's like... What do you, it's there. No, I, think it was in, uh, I think it was in Calcutta. I think it was an uh, extremely hard working team, I saw. Well. Yeah. And they keep yeah. running up and down. They're extremely uh, fit. Kali yeah. Jamil has made them what Mumbai used to be. Correct. You know, defensively very solid, what Mumbai is not now anymore. So, uh, and I, like I said before, Aizwal is probably the best team for him to come in. Yeah. Because uh, the ambitions are not as high as in Mumbai, but at the same time, he's overperforming with the team by going with a defensive strategy. Actually, I'm pleasantly surprised by Aizwal because uh, they don't score a lot of goals. They remind me a lot of like the old West Brom, maybe the West Brom of last year. Tony Pulis? Yeah. yeah. This year, surprisingly, scoring goals. But anyway, so Aizwal this year, I think they scored only eight and conceded seven. Goal defense of plus one. Um, so they're like a very stodgy team, very uh, maybe dull at times, but they're uh, Actually, you know, they get I, the job done, I think. Yeah, I quite and, enjoy them playing. Yeah, and uh, and I've been uh, pleased to see how Jayesh Rane is playing. He and Ashutosh Mehta, I think Khalid Jamil got them. Yeah, got from them Bombay, yeah. from Bombay. And uh, I think Jayesh Rane scored in the last game against Mumbai. Right. He's got two goals so far. Mm-hmm. He's only 23, so I'm uh, hoping to see him do better. What about the Syrian guy, the striker who's come in, guy around whom the side more or less gets those goals nowadays? I think they are more than just him. We are kind of, you know, putting him on a pedestal because in the initial couple of matches he was very good. But if you look overall, their wing backs are very good. Their uh, defensive midfielder, I forgot his name, but he's also very good. Oh, the Iraqi guy. Uh, yeah, Mahmoud Syrian. Mahmoud Syrian. Yeah, he's a Syrian. Yeah, Syrian. Sorry. Yeah, he's a good player, but I think the team as a whole, like you said, no, I think so. Jay Shani like has the, been a I think the two very good. Um, 
between two African strikers up front, and uh, the rest of the the rest of the side is full of I think guys, local guys from yeah, from, from Mizoram. Yeah, so which is uh, good to see. Well, they are up against Churchill Brothers next. They host Churchill Brothers, and Aizwal has had a pretty good record at home. Khadri uh, Jamil has done well enough to eke out positive results for his side at home, and Churchill Brothers. Are in, uh, are in the northeast side of the country. They lost to Shillong Lajong in the past match, ma- match and now move on to play Aizwal. How do you see that matchup panning out? You know, earlier in the season, I would have said Aizwal is going to walk away with it, but if you see, Lajong has now played well over the past few. No, uh, uh, Churchill is playing Aizwal. Oh, sorry, Churchill. <laughs> I heard Lajong. Yeah, Churchill, maybe I think in that case it goes to Aizwal. Yeah, you know. uh, I, uh, I don't think Churchill are going to. Going to do, going to be able to beat uh, mm-hmm. as well. No, because uh, in the match against Shillong, uh, Churchill was trying. They just, they don't keep possession all that well, so they try to and bypass the, and the goal. They consider as one of the yeah, that's a very yeah, very <laughs> bad goal to concede. But they try to bypass midfield or go towards the striker directly. And uh, with the way, see too much or long balls being played. Not long ball. They just pass it towards the striker first mm-hmm. and try to buy. Like it's a good idea. But when you look at a team like Aizol, who is defensively so sound, they are going to smother those chances. Now what about the other team from the North, Shillong Lajong? A horrible start to the league, but eventually catching up five wins in a row. Their best uh, run of wins for the team in the I-League this time. Tiber Section to doing a pretty well job for the Shillong side of the team. Yeah, so actually that was what he said uh, in the beginning, after the loss to BFC in Bangalore. You know, he said the team is going to take time to Time to improve, you know, uh, going to take time to develop an understanding. Uh, yeah, that is what has happened. And next assignment for Mumbai FC is Chennai City FC. And we hear Just that. Before, before we move away from Shillong, uh, in that match against Churchill Brothers over the weekend, they played very well. They keep possession very well. They pass, their right side is very strong. The right wing, the wing back, and the midfielder, they are all very strong. But that their striker, uh, Dikka Dipanda, SCR Dikka, yeah. So he had a head head injury, and he was lying on the floor. And I think he was kind of in a knocked out or slightly, you know, not well at all. So and he still got up and continued because they were trying to make sure that he is not swallowing his own tongue and all of those things. And I, it's a head injury. I know. At the end of the day, onus falls on the manager to pick him, you know, take him off. Yeah. But he didn't. Do, do you think there is something that Indian football need to catch up to because head injuries are such a yeah, big uh, discussion? They would have if it was that serious. I don't. I don't think there was much anything serious about it because if the Dikawa, if the injury was as serious to him, they would have just took him out and brought another player. If but they didn't. The point is, yeah. even, even someone like Hugo Lloris who got knocked out, he as a player, as an athlete, he will want to come and continue. So, I, similar to this fellow, but this uh, injury to Dipanda was not as bad as that of Yuga Lauris. But he wanted to continue, obviously he did. But maybe we should look into the fact that you know, the player's health is more important. Are we looking? He did get the goal. Yeah, are we reading yeah. too much into this? No, I'm just making sure that yeah. people are aware of such a fact that yeah. you have to look into it because it's a very physical sport. And especially if you get in, hit on the back side of the head or on, on the top of your head. Yeah, getting hit, 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 hit. And, uh, by the way, so sorry, not, sorry to digress, but... Uh, the Panda reminds me uh, Cameroon and uh, I think, uh, their uh, victory in the, in the Cup of Nations. Cup of Nations. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm sure the Panda was one of the guys who was celebrating here while Cameroon was winning. <laughs> Cameroon was winning there. They, they will be playing the Confederation Cup this time round yeah. in Russia yeah. in July. 
so that's for some time later in injury time but moving on with the i league what about the champions guys they were 2-0 down to pune dsk shivajians in pune chetri and salam ranjan singh is debut goal for the club you are satisfied with the results or no. is there uh, something wrong really not so uh, after the losses to east bengal and churchill uh, albert roka actually ahead of this game albert roka said uh, the losses to east bengal and churchill were because we switched off at important times so he said we switched off and we paid the price and then he said i was really very happy with uh, how well we came back in jordan and how well we played in played against almeida but again i was watching the highlights of this game and again against dsk both goals i think were due to defensive errors yeah uh, especially the were, second one both were superb finishes actually by holicharan nazri but uh, the first one i think keegan pereira missed him we should have stopped him but keegan pereira who was playing in this game i think only because john johnson yeah. probably was yeah, suspended, yeah, suspended. Sorry, yeah. so he he made a mistake he let him through for the first goal and for the second goal salam ranjan singh again was at fault he tried to clear the ball but that it, was a weird clear and what was yeah, he trying to do it came off his i think he was trying to do a, a, a back heel a back heel yeah, yeah but at that juncture i, I just, probably shouldn't have done yeah in the back of his boot but maradona uh, is not able to flick it and then he ended up flicking it into the path of nazri and then it was a super finish he put it between yeah, the keepers and he was very quick once he's yeah, behind you you know talking about halicharan one chap here is smiling from year to year yeah, i i wanted him to do well i've been He's been talking about Nazri for a pretty long time now. Yeah, pretty but, happy with the way he played for years. Yeah, but like like Chidu Chidu just said, you know, BFC gave him those chances. I mean, as good as a finish that he did, like great finishes. But those chances should never have come his way. It's just not done. So again, two defensive errors, and Roka will be pretty frustrated because he wants to cut these off. Right. Yeah, and, and also looking going forward, like I've been harping on this for a while. They still don't really have an exact clue as to what they're doing. And the two goals, one was a set piece. The second one was a pretty, uh, you know, routine diagonal long ball behind the defence, and Chetri, you know, had the skill and the composure to finish that. Mm. So it's not a great team goal. They're just trying to get the goal with the most uh, direct way, mm. and that's just happening. Right. So that they showed a lot of fight. You have to give them the fact that uh, they came back from 2-0 to bring yeah. 2-2. But at the moment, they are nine points behind the leaders. and with yet to play against the top sides like east bengal they have to play twice yeah. ijol they have to play east twice they once oh sorry once yeah. bagan they have to play, play twice. twice ijol twice so all this means maybe unless they win against mirwa on uh, this during saturday this weekend yeah. which looks match. very likely mm-hmm. but unless they do that they probably the chances of uh, a title retention uh, do you all think this minerva game is coming at a very right time for bfc given that it's at home and it's minerva so Correct. they can just win get their confidence back and then go on their run yeah absolutely i think this is just uh, the right opportunity for them and uh, and another thing actually against dsk they could have won the game right at the death i think yeah. danny rodrigues had a shot that hit the post uh, so yeah so that was one thing but again playing midweek and then they're playing on the weekend mm-hmm. that could have been an issue so here now they will have had some rest right. so i expect them to and i think johnson will be back well. johnson will be back Is after back? suspension okay yeah. yes uh, but what about their opponents for saturday minerva fc they got their first win in the over the weekend yeah against uh, mumbai, mumbai. but i think pitch the the ground played a huge role in that victory Um, something there some tension in the post match press but then again if you are going there mumbai should know what they are up against mm-hmm. and it is not a performance worthy of winning for them so they probably will be you know kind of excited to get off the mark right 
but i don't think they'll pose any serious threats to bangalore fc's home form yeah but coming to chitu chitu what's yeah. wrong with mumbai fc off to a bright start two wins in the first two matches then yeah. a free fall five losses yeah i don't know if it has got anything to do with uh, the way santosh kashyap wants to play maybe he wants to play expansive sort of attacking football uh, the the kind he's done before with uh, bahindo but uh, maybe he does not have the the right personnel for that at mumbai uh, maybe you know it is he would be better off playing uh, like a very minimalist style of football where you know all you have to do is just survive maybe that sort of approach would pay better dividends but to be honest i'm not watched their matches so i don't know if that is indeed the problem but uh, uh, do, do you think it's a problem with the mentality because last year uh, when kali jamil was there he said we can challenge for the title because they had brought in quite a few decent players yeah. in and they still struggled to almost being relegated now again they are new coaches new players mm. but i really think is a lack of personal that the team has of the four foreigners that has been allowed that's been allowed by the i league by the afc rules mumbai fc has just two densel theobald and rubin and mukti you can't use that as an excuse because and you no, have to but it's, it's not an excuse uh, there's some sort of three foreigners right? yeah, exactly uh, and it's this is not an excuse this is something that mumbai fc should have taken into consideration ah, so is it a mentality that we are in the i league and that's okay and we don't need to push beyond a certain level but if that was a case uh, the, the initial start with the team had and when they came to when they came to bangalore to play bengaluru fc but when we talk about the initial start it is just two matches that they won it's not like they won six and then no, lost exactly but the two matches the, the manner in which they won the games gave you an impression that this team was different this team would go ahead and do something that mumbai fc hasn't done in the past like cha- i won't say challenge for the title but at least challenge for the top 3 spot no it's not an elusive club to be in because only the champions go ahead and play in the continental championship but to be in the top 3 slot could have given them the much boost and confidence going into the future seasons but now with five losses i i doubt even that's happening i know i'm just wondering about the mentality of the people who run that club maybe or i don't know just a thought right well they are up against chennai city fc they host chennai city fc and we just get the news today that chennai has sacked their coach yeah i read it they uh, parted ways with robin charles raja and their assistant coach will be the caretaker guy till they appoint a new coach so when it, when they play mumbai over the weekend it will be the assistant coach will be in charge so how much will that have an effect on a chennai side that has not lived up to its billing if i can say that I mean I think it is premature to sack uh, Robin Charles Raja because they have only what one month to prepare the team and they haven't although they didn't win they didn't play that horribly for him to be sacked mm-hmm. uh, but I guess now you know whatever is done is done they'll just have to pick up where they left off because they have a decent striker in tank uh, they Charles have Souza also good yeah, right? so they have players and they have the question of no relegation so so for a team that knows that won't be relegated this season or the season coming forward next year what by what mindset do you go into the league what do you what are you trying to achieve like you are you are pretty new to this setup you are pretty new to this challenges that the ili throws up so what are you trying to achieve and how are you trying to complement everything here yeah i think it can also if you don't have players who are hungry to succeed then motivation can be an issue uh, so if you are not challenging for the title and if you are not in danger of getting relegated then basically what are you playing for is the question so and if the players start losing and if you get into a downward spiral it's it can be very difficult to pick yourself up again 
So uh, I think I honestly think they don't have a good enough squad. Probably need uh, a few more quality players there. So hopefully that will happen next season. And probably one team that does not like, lack any uh, motivation or lack any confidence is East Bengal. Yeah. Right on top of the table. Last match they beat Chennai 3-0. Yeah. And are, with, are on top of the table with 19 points and their closest rival, their biggest rival, Mohan Bagan second. And it's the big, big derby day in Kolkata the coming yeah. weekend. Yeah. How do you see this whole turning up? Could be the last time you're seeing this derby with all the merger talks happening on the bike. There will be one more derby this year. Yeah, this year could be the last yeah. year, the year of derby. So I think this one probably... East Bengal is probably, you know, uh, has a slight edge because Bagan played a midweek match. Mm-hmm. East yeah. Bengal had a full week of rest to prepare. And then they probably have motivation because they haven't won in the last few years. Mm-hmm. So there's been kind of a, you know, build up to it. And if they win this match, they can put serious distance between the top two. And that's probably what they're going to do. So And if it's a small league, so right. any 5.6 point gap is a huge uh, deficit to make up. And by the way, is it a 4.30 kick-off? It's a 4.30 yes, kick-off. Yes. Isn't that unusual? It's not because uh, Ravindra Sharovar has this problem. No, it's in Siliguri. It's yeah. home for yeah, East correct, Bengal. Correct. Right, right, it's, yeah. it's home for East Bengal, a place which is known for East Bengal support. Right. So lights are a bit, bit problem right, and right. it darkens pretty, dark pretty early. Right. It, it darkens yeah. pretty and, early in that day. And East Bengal, actually, I've been hugely impressed with uh, their two like Caribbean strikers Elise Plaza and uh, Anselmi Bukanya is from Uganda so Plaza and Anselmi like from I think Anselmi is from Haiti I think Mm -hmm. so the two Caribbean players have scored 5 and 5 each so which is yeah uh, Plaza is a leading goal scorer correct so so they are getting a lot of goals so that they have been playing very well and uh, talking of East Bengal I want to uh, mention uh, Robin Robin Singh here for a minute so Robin Singh, when he played uh, for when he scored for East Bengal against BFC uh-huh. a couple of rounds ago, he celebrated after he scored the goal. Uh, that uh, I, again, I don't I don't say players should not celebrate when they score against uh, their old clubs. I think I think it's maybe it's too much to expect. But in Robin's case, I am a little surprised because of the kind of things he said when he was at BFC. So in an interview to my colleague uh, about three years ago. In his first year in BFC, he said, I want to be here for a very long time. Okay, maybe that's not in his control. But then he said, uh, he was asked to compare the fans at East Bengal and I BFC. Remember, I was there for that interview. And he yes, said, I, I think the fans at BFC are, are more intelligent. Which I think is, a, if I was an East Bengal <laughs> fan, I would be very upset with uh, such a statement. Basically, and he's calling them dumb. Also, and, he said, uh, in East Bengal, they chant East Bengal. In Bangalore, they chant Robin in, yeah. and not just a team. And he so said, in East Bengal, yeah. uh, I was booed when I played badly and you can't boo your own player. And here in Bangalore, you know, nobody does that. They who needs boo. Batman? We want Robin. Yeah, who, yeah. They don't boo your own, uh, you know, you don't boo your own player. So, he was basically saying, you know, East Bengal fans are uh, kind of negative and he likes the fans here at BFC a lot more. So, after statements like that, I was A, very surprised when he went to East Bengal in the first place. More surprised that he scored in the second place. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and uh, and then he's celebrated after he scored. And this is the thing about Robin, right? We've been talking about him as a promising striker for so long now. Yeah. And he's no longer a promising maybe, striker. Okay, and maybe he's had bad luck with injuries. You can say that along the way, a couple of big injuries. But he's never scored... I was just looking this up today. He's never scored more than nine goals in a season across competitions. So, the maximum he got was 9, which was in 2014-15 and this includes goals from the Fed Cup, the AFC Cup and the I-League. 
just scored nine in the season. He's not even got into double figures all his professional career, and we've all looked up to him as this, you know, guy who's going to be this, this the savior, next big yeah, thing. Yeah, the next big thing in Indian football. And I think it's he's 26 now, so he's no, 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 this is the next big thing. This yeah. is the same the argument that I've had with uh, Stephen Constantine, yeah, uh, the Indian national coach, when he kept playing Robin. He's a really good friend. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean nothing against him, but I was just wondering why he was, you know, so much emphasis was given to Robin. I know he's a hard-working player, and I've seen him enough to know that he's very quick for a guy his size mm-hmm. and strength, and he has all the tools in the world. But there seems to be something missing in terms yeah. of getting the goals, being in the right place to get that goals. Yeah. But and I think in East Bengal he's not going to be a regular starter. No, because, he's not. No. So yeah. he definitely is. Quality an op- is up. He's an option of the bench. You cannot shift yeah. the Willis Plaza and put Robin Singh in. Yeah. Right? Maximum is going to do is come up from the bench. And we speak a lot about East Bengal. What about their opponents for Sunday? Mohan mm. Bagan, they come on the back of a win against Colombo FC. In the AFC Cup preliminary stage of the qualifiers, now they, are mo- they move into the quali- playoff stage where they take on Club Valencia of Maldives, mm. who beat Timpu City of Bhutan 3-0 over two legs. And if they happen to win this playoff, they go into Group E of AFC Cup. And guess who's waiting for them there? Three other teams. And one of them is the defending champions of the I-League, Bengaluru FC. How are things shaping up for them? We, we always knew that this mm. this would be an eventuality if this right. happens. Mm. And it's unfortunate because one of them might knock each other out in the first Could round be. itself. But uh, that's where we are now. What, there's nothing we can do about it. But what about the way Mohan Bagan has approached this season in particular? One of the two teams were still unbeaten in the league, yeah. other being East Bengal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, nice to see. And I was watching highlights of their uh, win over Aizol, and I liked uh, this guy, the guy with the flaming hair, Kabir Das. I think he's Kabir got, Dali, uh, yeah, yeah. he's got the whatever the colored yeah. hair, and uh, I, I don't uh, approve of the coloring, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> still, I thought he was very, I thought he was lively at least in the what five minutes highlights package that I saw, and he was the man of the match afterwards as well. Node uh, has been quite. Yeah, but Node exploded yesterday oh, like in the AFC Cup match. Oh, he, did. Oh, he had an absolutely amazing because there was, was no telecast. Was it a game for him? Because yeah. he was out injured for no, a while. He's played here and there, okay. but not much. But yesterday he actually, I, this is what I read because there was mm-hmm. no telecast. I didn't see it. Uh, but apparently he had a brilliant game yesterday. He was taken off to standing ovation in the 60th minute or something like that. Probably Daryl Duffy has filled in for Node up front along with JJ Lalpekrua. He's been doing good, getting goals in the league. And in the middle, you have someone like Katsumi Yuza, who's been good over he's the past year. Very good. His, he always receives the ball in a half turn, which is something that we, at least in Indian football, don't see a lot. But and he's it's not really, in Indian. Yeah, I know, in Indian football. <laughs> okay. So, it seems really uh, like a great player to have. Katsumi. And he's been here for such a long time. And in the defense, one of your favorite players, Pritham Kotel, oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's pretty good. But on the other flag, I, you I have hope a, people realize the sarcasm. In his, in his tone. <laughs> but on the other flank, you have someone like a Pranoy Haldar who always, a short, a short tempered guy who always ends up making mistakes which you don't expect at that level at least. And hopefully, Derby won't take a toll on him. That's what I mean. Interesting Derby anyway. There's no Khabra for them. Mm-hmm. So, First Derby without Khabra. Derby, yeah, after, after quite a long, long time. Yeah. Yes. And the last match uh, of this game week would be Lajong hosting DSK Shivajins. You see another win for Lajong? Yeah, yeah. Because they seem, the amazing thing was uh, about Lajong was the the way they keep the ball. Like for you don't see that awful lot in Indian football, but at the moment I think they are probably the most uh, confident team in terms of keeping possession. 
they rotated very well but having said that most of their attacks and crosses come through the right flank so if you can neutralize that side uh, they'll take some edge out of their attack right right well that's all about the i league but moving a bit away from the i league but sticking to indian football it's more about the indian under 17 team nikolai adam and the aff has finally decided to part ways and this time on mutual consent how much mutual was the consent it's in co- air quotes <laughs> yeah mutual consent <laughs> uh but it's the, but this is inevitable time. it was inevitable that he would leave yeah. and it's nice that at least they left on not so bad terms well and rumors have it that a coach will be appointed pretty soon yeah. and there are names popping up which are pretty unusual i don't believe in i i know the names he's talking about and i'm sure you'll be surprised when you're surprised because this. even i was surprised when i read about this i don't think it's true <laughs> yeah people like you and cleansman Carlos Cuero the former Iranian coach and two Indians one is Richard Kod and other is Santosh Singh who's been with the, but isn't Richard Kod already with the AFF yeah he's with yeah. the AFF but not yeah. the under 17 yeah right, right yes yeah. so i i don't think Carlos Cuero is going to come here because he's played coached in teams like Manchester United Real Madrid Iran yeah. and i and think he's expecting a, a pretty huge salary so yeah, yeah. and why would you leave a senior yeah. coaching job to come for an under 17 tournament right. Jurgen Klinsmann yeah similar but he had a very bad time in US foot, uh, as a coach of US at least towards the end in the beginning it was all Correct. fine and dandy but uh, there was a lot of backlash against it that given that only 8 months are there for this team for the world cup you go with an indian coach rather than going for a foreign yeah i mean at least my opinion i don't know uh, what she does but i would say like if we have indian coaches right through the age groups going up until the age 22 under 22 23 you have a structure a similar structure throughout so maybe that will help uh, you know put but it better you know what worries me is having now played for so long under one coach having played one style of football having been used to his methods now all of a sudden if you bring in another coach this close to a major tournament uh, i don't know what it is going to do to the team so another thing i want to ask you is how happy were you with uh, with how the team played actually we watched them in goa last year yeah. the same guys were now going to be exactly. the under 17 team and i i thought in a couple of matches they were naive but i thought they were extremely extremely good to watch yeah. they were entertaining but, team but yeah. defensively naive like yeah. a, so to concede three goals after going green and lapan all this but some uh, of the attacking play was was really exhilarating yeah. exactly so but you know but the kind of allegations they made against uh, adam and his assistant uh, ibrahimov Um, do you think there's more to it than meets the eye no I, we don't really know because what um, I, is it just a case of if it was just a case of uh, our players being uh, uh, struggling with somebody imposing discipline uh, then i don't think it would have been blown up it would have blown up but uh, but i think it's, it must be slightly severe in nature for them to Uh, approach uh, Praful Patel and then uh, t- complain. Uh, this happened. It must be, of course, we've read kind of things that is. Uh, but but I don't know what is how the team is going to perform now to make a change so close to the event. So, but uh, at least you would think that they would give an Indian a chance because you know it's just eight months. Yeah, even you don't want to spend so much uh, money on this. And uh, you know, I I personally don't think they are going to do. If they get out of the group stage, that's a good result. But uh, whether they, they will, it's a question. Yeah. Well, I never, even when the Under-17 World Cup was handed out, handed out to India, I never, I never thought that the team would go out and outperform itself. All I, all I was expecting was the three matches that India plays, and they give a fight. 
they go out and fight for every ball fight every minute fight for every challenge that's all i expect from this side even when they go out and play that world cup i do not expect them to go and win the world cup or i don't i don't even expect them to enter the knockouts like just putting it straight out if they can play those three, play that three games in the group stages to the best of their potential i'll be really happy yeah. Yeah. well that's all i think we have on this episode of injury time but before we wrap up i have a fun fact this time round unlike sandeep who always comes up with fun fact this time round it's funny is it chelsea beating arsenal no it's nothing to do with european football i always stick to indian football mm-hmm. so it's about this 17 year old guy who plays for minerva punjab fc uh bowring ding bodo he became the youngest say, say the name again bowring ding bodo he became the youngest indian player to score in the i league at the age of 17 when he netted against whom mumbai yes in the 2-1 win yeah so, i saw the goal yeah. good week for players from assam yeah. definitely definitely and he might nazri 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 our fan is here yeah <laughs> nazri do it for me man yes so he might also turn up for the indian under 17 team if things well work well for him and if, How you said he's over 17. He's 17. He's 17. No, there is a cut off date. Oh, okay. So the January thing over yeah, exactly. June January right. thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. Well, that's all for this episode of Injury Time. So, Sandeep, you got anything to add? No, no. Yeah, we can't. I think we don't want to go too long. Yes. So uh, I am. Um, there's nothing spectacular that happened in uh, European football this week, has it? Yeah. Like everything was routine, expected. Yes. Routine yeah, thing. Correct. So yeah, well. The Liverpool like, loss. So that's. That's also routine. Now. That's yeah. <laughs> one win in ten matches. That's good. <laughs> Pretty routine. Well, yeah. I think that's all we have on this episode of Injury Time. Like to inform you all that we are on iTunes, we are on TuneIn, we are on Stitcher, we are on SoundCloud. You name it, and we are there. So. do catch the episode on the platforms that you are on and until we bring out the next episode of injury time have a great week and enjoy the game